You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Travelling Tunes with Dr. Kirsten Zimke. Morning, Kirsten. How are you today? Good morning. And have we got something interesting for you today? <laughs> we really do. Any, anyone uh, who was listening last year can cast their minds back and remember we talked about non-lexical vocables, which was a very interesting subject. And we're taking it to its sort of sibling today, which is straight up gibberish. What What is gibberish when we're so talking non- about it in this space? Well, non-lexical vocables are sort of obvious, like shalala, falala, shubi-dooby-doo that we do on purpose in music and everyone knows what they are. These ones are sort of a different way in the weird uses of language. We've got fake languages like um, in this category would be some of the songs from Star Wars, um, you know, fake ones in the cantina. Um, Minions album, which has sold a lot, which is in a completely wow. fake language. Um, Klingon is popular language for music. Um, it's got a really bad history um, sometimes of doing racist songs, you know, like if it's in fake Chinese or... Right, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Um um, but, you know, we've, there's bands like uh, Sigaras, who, and Thoth, that have had whole albums in a fake language, trying to sound like Elvish or Ethereal. Inya's done that as well. Um, I got this, this inspiration from it, from this Italian song that's in fake English, Princess, Prince of... Prince of Colonusical or something. Prison oh. Colonist No Chusel, I think. How do you know how to pronounce it? Because <laughs> it rolls around in the back of my head sometimes. Good grief. <laughs> Even Elton John's got a famous one, Solar Prestige Gammon, 1974. Okay, so the first track we've got is De La Soul. I'm going to hit it. This is Transmitting yeah. Live from Mars. Écoutez, à midi. Quelle heure est-il Il est midi. C'est l'heure de déjeuner. Qu'est-ce qu'il y a à manger Des saucisses. So far, normal French. No, it's all normal French, but it's just saying... Um, rubbish. <laughs> it's from, it's sampled, well, because it's obviously not De La Soul singing. No. Um, it's just s- sampled from a French language album. <laughs> I just say, well, this sounds good. We'll just chuck it in there. So not technically gibberish in the sense that this is a real language, but the, the framing of it is kind it's of... gibberish in that it's yeah. just saying nothing. It's just pulled into a nonsensical space a little bit. It's giving the Cocteau twins. It's giving Cocteau twins. Yes, yeah. <laughs> It's an interesting thing because if you think about it in the world of sampling, that's that's so a whole other saying, space you know, like, almost. What time is it? It's lunchtime. <laughs> There's a sausage. <laughs> it's chat. Okay, now this one has a really weird story. Um, so. <laughs> This is from Eurovision. Let's okay. Let's. I was about to say already. Uh, this is coming from an album called Euro Song Party. So, <laughs> so the band's Eurotrat, and they're from Belgium. And now Belgium already has multiple languages as a country. Like the band performs in Flemish and French, 
And there's also a part of, had been sort of some scandal in Eurovision about songs in English doing better. Yes. And so people, you know, wanting to sing in their own language. So I guess these guys, for all those various reasons, just invented a language. <laughs> I mean, this song kind of goes pretty hard, to be honest. I was looking at the YouTube comments for this before the show, and all of the comments are like, I, this changed my life. It doesn't <laughs> matter that it's not real. <laughs> How did this do in Eurovision, Kirsten? Did it, did it win any prizes? Oh, it did really well. I think it came second. Oh, wow. But, but so besides being, you know, obviously people just loving it, the, the sort of statement it makes about language and especially you know some of the complexities in europe and in eurovision itself yes or the but voting is political having, that's for sure imagine having to learn it <laughs> i don't think they went through and made up the whole language no. like they did for some of the um i think klingon obviously has made up whole language and i think sigur Ross, um made up a whole language see there's also um scat singing which is different again mm -hmm. um you know no one's thinking that's a language it's meant to be fill in so you know we've got these sort of different ways of of doing this we've got a lot of suggestions on the text machine uh, mutations by beck Same. a masterpiece of nonsensical lyrical wobbling from nick like Ooh, uh, lyrical wobbling i like that the Ying Tong song by Spike Milligan. I feel like Spike Milligan okay, was constantly... That goes, that goes in our racism that category. That goes in our racism category, yeah. But also, Spike Milligan was constantly making up weird things. Some of them veered into totally dodgy territory. Some of them became... Well, maybe he did have a, a full fake language, I don't know, but that one sounds like... That one was bad. Song. I know the one that is. That's bad. He definitely is a product of his era, that's for sure. <laughs> Someone said, what does, it, what does it sort of relate to uh, music for films where there is a fully realised language? I think this person's specifically talking about Lord of the Rings, for example, where you've got well, the Well, that's whole right, language. and that would be like um, Minions or Klingon. <laughs> I mean, I guess the overall thing is some people would argue it shows that the lyrics don't matter and people just listen to anything, which we know is not true because we know there's a lot of great lyrics. I think people are drawn to absurdism. Totally. Yeah. That video of Katy Perry singing... Um, in Simlish. Is it Firework in Simlish? I think it's Hot and Cold. Hot and Cold in I, Simlish. I know is, this well. It's wild. So, this is... It's not, this is for your concords. It's a parody of French pop music, 2008. It's, it's not fake French. It's just, no, it's just words. Again, pomplemousse. It's like, you know, it is a French word, but. Yeah, it's where's my passport? Where is the library? Um, okay, they're going to the supermarket now. And they're just saying vegetables. <laughs> Me and I know my, that one. Yeah, me and my brother used to be able to do this whole song. <laughs> the al this album, I could probably... <laughs> Which my, probably to my parents' great frustration on long car trips, yeah. <laughs> 
So it's probably a good way to, to um, learn French because yeah. you learn some handy, some useful phrases, phrases and some just <laughs> filler filler sounds. The French language do enjoy a filler sound. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of buff, uh. <laughs> buh, buh, buh is a big one. Buh is like silence filler. I mean, some of these songs have done quite well. Prison Colin Estenay Chusel, we talked about that one last year when we were doing non-lexical vocables. That's a hard thing to say in and of itself. But that is a song, it charted really, really high. And so people do love a bit of absurdism in their lives. Recent submission planet of the bass, potentially. Exactly, just a bunch of words (laughs) in a sentence. On the one hand, is it sort of part of this sort of denigration that pop music is is inherently rubbish and um, nonsense in itself? Oh, we're getting very meta here. Um, but like you said, it's also play and absurdism. And if people are in on the joke, yes, you know, they're not getting fooled or anything. Absolutely. I think that's the what you just mentioned, the planet of the bass, which is this like ridiculous, just like a viral TikTok song mm. that has become kind of a weird internet hit this year, which has a lot of like um, riffs on 90s and early 2000s Euro trash. Yes. But there is a lot of just like random sentences being said in the song and that kind of repeated thing over a beat. But it's so fun. It's so fun. It's so fun. And that actually is very much what that era of music was kind of like too, just random phrases in the middle of the the breaks. It's great. (laughs) Kirsten, thank you for bringing us some gibberish today. It feels like a good silly attitude to enter into the weekend with. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Have a lovely long weekend. And we'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. That was Travelling Tunes with Dr. Kirsten Zimke. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.